Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free calendar space challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash calendar and learn how to steal time, prioritize effectively, and clear space in your calendar for creativity. Now let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode 31 of the Creative Spark podcast, and today we're talking about values, specifically why they're important and how to get clear on what they are. So what are personal values and why do they matter? So let's start with a little bit of a definition. Personal values are the things that are important to us, the characteristics and the behaviours that motivate us and guide our decisions. And that, for me, is the really important bit. It's the motivation, but also the guiding, because in this day and age, it's very easy to get confused and off track, and there's so many opportunities and so many rabbit holes that you can go down, and also so many social media and online arguments that you can get into. And so just stopping for a moment and just really getting clear on your personal values is actually a really good idea. So for example, you might really value honesty. So honesty is a common one that people say they really value. And you believe in being honest wherever possible. And you think it's important to say what you really think. That's something that is going to get you into a lot of trouble. So if you know that you really value honesty above all of the other values, then that kind of gives you permission and also gets you known as somebody who's really honest and speaks your mind. And you know that you're not in alignment with those values because when you don't speak your mind, you probably feel disappointed in yourself. So all of that is some tumultuous emotion. But if you're clear that honesty is your sort of core guiding value, then all of a sudden you know which battles to fight and which ones to leave. So another example might be that you value kindness. And so if you hold that as a key priority for your own personal behavior, Obviously, that means that you'll jump at the chance to help other people and you're generous in giving your time and resources to a worthy cause or to friends and family. But then, you know, there might be instances where you're less than kind because somebody who's not your friends and family might be asking for help and your instinct might be to turn them away and then you feel disappointed in yourself. So again, understanding that being kind, no matter who the people are, is one of your core values that challenges you to sort of step out of your comfort zone when that opportunity arises. So values are a guiding set of principles, and it's not just one or two. There's a set of them by which we determine what is right or wrong for us. The thing to remember also is that these can change over time, and they're definitely different for every person. Now, in terms of values, if you remove the S, you have the root meaning of the term value. And so that really refers to the importance or the worth or the usefulness of something. Think about, you know, what you value in your life, what you value in your relationships, what you value in your home. All of these things are, you know, valuable to you. And then it also relates to the values that you hold dear in terms of these, these less tangible values that are motivating your behavior. So your core values and the things that you value, they change over time and they're different for each person. You know, in a relationship, it's a really good idea to get clear on what your values are, but also to get clear on the things that you value because you have a shared understanding then in your relationship or in your household as to what you're going to fight for and what you're going to let go. So thinking of the whole thing 
in terms of what you hold dear is really important. So really this boils down to the importance that you place on things and deciding or determining whether this importance is shared by others. And then if you identify what you value, you can actually establish the direction for your creative side business. Now, whether you're looking at personal values or your personal brand values or the values of the business or company that you work for, really they stand at the core of everything. They're the center from which everything radiates. And this might include if you've got a brand, for example, the look and feel, the message, the customer relationships, all of these can spring from the brand values. You can also have your own personal values and that sort of influences your own personal brand and how people relate to you and deal with you and also think about you when you're not in the room. If you exhibit and stay true to your own personal brand values and you stay true to your own personal values, then if they're all operating in alignment, people really know where they stand with you. You might not have given any thought to your own values, but every day, whether you realize it or not, you are making decisions based on what you believe. So think about the choices, the challenges, the opportunities that you're faced with every day and how you engage with them. Politics, family, relationships, work, play, how you enjoy yourself, they all reveal something important about your character and your desires and your personality. And so whether you're aware of them and conscious of them or not, other people are responding to them and you're making decisions based on them. Now, we often hear talk of the kind of social media bubble. So Facebook, for example, it tends to reward us with things we like. So if you look over the shoulder of somebody when they're on Facebook, you'll be often surprised to see that their experience of Facebook is actually quite different to yours. And that's because Facebook is, you know, aligning your likes and wants and desires with the things that you've shown an interest in previously. So what that tends to do is it tends to only show things that we're interested in. And that's why people who hold a particular political persuasion or they might have a religious viewpoint or they might just really like puppies, it just means that that's going to shape and influence the types of things that Facebook shows you. And what this means is that we start to live in a little bit of a bubble. We're not actually aware of how other people think because it only shows us the people that are in alignment with what we're thinking. And so whilst this is lovely, you know, on a daily basis, I don't want to be confronted with things that I'm not interested in or that upset me. It does pay to be aware that, you know, your set of values are quite different to other people's. And so just because you're not seeing what other people are expressing doesn't mean that you're all in alignment with each other. This is why there's that old saying that, you know, you should never talk about politics and religion at the dinner table if you want to have a nice family dinner. It's because people have different perspectives about those things, the things that they're willing to argue about, that stems from their values. So for example, sport, you know, I mean, I have a passing interest in watching sport generally because, you know, if there are fit, attractive people running around, why wouldn't you have a look? But in terms of support of a particular team, you know, I could not give a stuff about which team wins in which particular game. And so if people are arguing at the dinner table about a particular sport or a particular football team, because, you know, I don't have a value around those sorts of things. My value is it's nice, but I don't care, you know, who wins either way. So that means that I don't end up in discussions or arguments about that particular topic at the dinner table because my values are not in alignment with, you know, defending a position. Um, whereas some people, if they really hold dear their particular team and their particular kind of state that they live in or whatever it is, that's a real value that they hold dear and that they're willing to fight and defend at the dinner table. 
Religion and politics are two of the topics which tend to flush out where there are quite clear differences of opinion. And yet we might have, you know, the same type of other values, like about honesty and kindness and all those sorts of things, but then we're quite surprised when people have a different political persuasion to us. And so you think, oh, that your the way you value kindness actually is manifesting itself quite differently because of how you have other core values that are, you know, kind of shaping that particular value. So what we tend to do when those values align and they're shared by a group of people, this tends to be who you align yourself with. And it isn't always your family. So your tribe of friends, your group of school friends or your group of after school friends that you've kind of aligned yourself with over a particular cause or interest or just, you know, shared values. This is why we are told to sort of find our tribe when we are building a brand is because it's, it's really publishing, you know, that set of core values and then hoping to attract people who are interested in the same types of thing. Now, I obviously think a lot about this topic and I try to be quite conscious and aware of how everybody's personal values are aligning in discussions. But the problem is many people don't even have a clue that they've got these kind of values that they're defending. Um, and they certainly don't know what they actually are. Like if you sat down somebody and said, you know, what are your top four core values? They wouldn't be able to give you an answer probably. So this is why we get so heated in arguments around certain topics. And it can be very difficult to, you know, if you work at a company where there isn't a clear, articulated, defined set of brand values for that company, you really only find out that your values differ to the brand values of your company when you bump into them in difficult situations. It's quite easy to go about your day and not flush out somebody's core values. It's only really in moments of conflict where you start to realize that your values are actually out of alignment with the values of those around you. Now I spoke briefly in a previous episode about the whole Black Lives Matter movement and how it's actually polarized some business owners and their fans. And so these are people who previously know, liked, trusted, and even loved a business owner. And then when they declared by either action or inaction that their brand values are out of alignment with theirs around the Black Lives Matter movement, there was almost, you know, kind of relationship breakups happening all over the place because people were polarized around this topic. Also, this is one of those moments where you get to refine your own values based on the changing opinions of those around you. It's a moment to actually think and reflect on your perspective on a particular value. And the way our values affect our choices can change, but also our choices can end up affecting our values. So this is an iterative process. But whether you're aware of them or not, it's time to get clear on what your values are and why you hold them so dear. So when you actually take some time to discover your core values, you kind of access your source of passion and purpose. It can be really difficult and confronting for some people, and it can be exciting and exhilarating for others. Now, if you find yourself resistant to this exercise or you find it difficult, it might be because deep down you know that you'll have to make changes to your thoughts and behaviours in order to align your actions with your values. Now, the first step in defining your personal values is to just examine what makes you feel good. It's a really good place to start when figuring out what your values are. And no, pizza and puppies are not values. They're just delicious and cute in that order. What we're talking about here are the characteristics or ways of behaving in the world. So, for example, if someone who values honesty, they'll feel good when they tell the truth, and then that same person will feel bad when they don't tell the truth. And there might be a perfectly good reason for lying or abstaining from telling the truth, shall we say, but they know deep down that honesty is is really where their core value is, then that's really going to make them feel uncomfortable or unhappy. 
And so this is why negative emotions can be a good guide to your values as well. When have you felt disappointed in yourself or like you were a fraud? What was the kind of behavior that forced you to go against your values? And so those negative emotions are good places to start as well. So here are some questions to ruminate on for the next couple of days. What's important to you in your life? If you could have any career, what would you do? When you're reading news stories or, you know, good news stories on social media, what sorts of stories or behaviors tend to inspire you? And then conversely, when you're reading something, what makes you really angry? So anger and that kind of flash of injustice tends to really highlight where your core values have been infringed upon. So look at what gets you angry or worked up. What do you want to change about the world or about yourself? And then what are you most proud of and when were you the happiest? These types of questions where you're reflecting on something being polarized, that really can bring some of those core values to the surface. So grab a notebook or a blank sheet of paper and just spend the next couple of days brainstorming some answers to these questions and just, you know, have a think as you're kind of going through your day and you start bumping into discussions, arguments, things online, things that you see on the news and just record those things as being, oh, that was something that, you know, I I found that really warm and fuzzy or I found that really quite confronting. And these are good opportunities to just take notes. And then when you actually sit down to synthesize your core values, you've got some material to work with. In the next episode of the Creative Spark podcast, I'll take you through the process of creating your personal values compass. I love mine. It's so useful. You can use this compass to decide which values are most important to you. But for now, I just hope this episode has helped persuade you that it's important to get clear on your values and to spend some time thinking about what they are. Head over to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 31 and look for all the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.